0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: BELIEVE.
0: The World Series, the NHL, the NFL, the NBA, but most importantly, the hunt for December water polo is on. Do you hate losing water polo games by more than 15 goals? Bosco does too. Plus, will there be two GCC teams in this year's Final Four? Is USC's season over with? Who's the most dynamic duo in men's water polo this year? And one surprising move made by a high school girl in Southern California. All that on this, episode number 24 of the Cross Pass Podcast. Thanks for listening.
1: Good evening, Bosco. Good evening, Daniel. (laughs) How are you? I'm doing quite well. Yeah? Mhm. Me too. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks for
0: asking. <laughs> yeah, I did. I don't care how you're doing.
1: I see you every day. We're good.
0: <laughs> I get it. This has gotten off to such a brilliant start. Yes. Man. Uh, Just like the Lakers did last <laughs> night, am I right?
1: Too soon. Too
0: <laughs> fucking soon. Hey, man, things will get better. Uh, One down, 81 to go. Still got the Coos in the rondo to come back. Yeah. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Speaking of the Lakers, here we are. Yep. Episode 24. 2 for Kobe Bryant. We're here. Of the CrossFast podcast. Kobe's. Actually, no, I'm not going to say it. Okay. Just, I'm not going to say anything. Let's just keep going. Okay. Uh, it's 9 04 p.m. on Wednesday. On the West Coast. Yeah, on the West Coast. PST. Uh, on Wednesday, October 23rd, 2019. We're back. From a more than one week hiatus because I was at a wedding in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Congrats, Cousin Katie. And his other Connors cousins. Are, Connor's a real nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> now they're off in Spain doing their old honeymoon
1: thing. Is that like a thing in your family? You guys all have like a crazy <laughs> love for Spain? No. Like, what is wrong with you guys in Spain? I don't know. The Madigan clan is just all about Spaniards. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I There's really nothing I could say. Okay. And then
0: tomorrow... <clears throat> I get to fly to Texas for another wedding. Okay. So, early sh- congrats to my guy Hunt. Yeah. Um yeah, which I'll be a groomsman in this wedding actually. Never done that in my life. It's cool. Interested to see. How did you like it? You just did it
1: recently. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was cool being on the other side. Any perks? Uh, you get to hang out before the <laughs> wedding and stuff and like be Yeah, I th- I think it was fun. I lo- I enjoyed it.
0: All right. Yeah. Well, I I have high hopes. Yes.
1: Uh, so, anyways,
0: we are the CrossPass Podcast. CrossPass two words, podcast one word. Only one word. Just one. If you don't know how to spell podcast by now, I don't know what to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter at CrossPassPod, and we are found on the Believe Podcast Network. How do you spell that, Bosco? B L E A V. That's right. Here on the Believe Podcast Network, we are your number one sports podcast network. Do you believe? I believe in the cross-pass pod. Oh, I certainly do. Yeah. All right. So, here we go. Uh, I think a lot has happened in the last couple of weeks. Uh, I think we've condensed it down pretty good. Yeah, and, we did. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll go ahead and just dive right in. Uh, So, we're going to revisit the trivia. So, two weeks ago, the question was, when was the last time the United States of America hosted... The Fina, in, the Fina Intercontinental Tournament. Yeah. Do you I'm, remember your answer? Nope.
1: Me something. neither. <laughs> I, think I th- might have said 08 or something. I think
0: you did. Okay. Final answer is 2017. Oh, wow. Okay. Only two years ago <laughs> well, up in Davis. You made
1: it, all of these make it seem like they're so like <laughs> hard. I guess maybe I should know that, but I don't know. I don't know it. So, yeah. All right.
0: All right. I kind of like this one, though. Um, Which current three Division I teams... Used to be a part of the People's
1: Conference, the yeah. Skyac. Yeah, I read this and I was like, "Damn!" I honestly don't know though. I'm gonna go ahead and say I—I I think I do know one Air Force. Um, and the only reason why I think it's Air Force is because I remember Law talking about playing Air Force a lot. Okay, but I think that might have just been W. I don't know. See, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know this one. I'm gonna. I I'm pretty stumped here. All right. Um yeah. I'll
0: give you a hint. One of them um just has a women's team.
1: Oh. Okay, we'll see. I'm, okay. Um just has a women's team and Oh, oh okay. Uh, Hawaii. Okay, I think Hawaii's the other one because I remember that's
0: your guess. Yeah. Okay. Cuz I
1: remember law saying that Skyhawks were in Hawaii or or maybe it was BYU Hawaii. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I give up. All right. But we'll wait till next week to hear the answer. And if you happen to know it, go ahead and shout us out on Twitter at CrossFastPod, and we'll mention you in the next one.
0: For sure.
1: (laughs) Took the words right out of your mouth.
0: That's right. Yeah. Um, All right. So, so, um, some kind of, I think, pretty big news here. USA Water Polo announced this huge-ass pool complex at, what is it called, Great Park in Irvine? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. thanks finally yeah it looks
1: really cool <laughs> yeah it does look pretty the sweet. renderings yeah, the rend- yeah yeah
0: how it's like the water polo competition pool will be like half enclosed yeah. kind yeah of it ish. reminds
1: me it could, like honestly reminds me of avery uh yeah <laughs> you know? there's yeah. a nice lap pool yeah. on the
0: outside and a nice competition pool somewhat covered yeah they're in behind it mm-hmm. now
1: what do you hope that they have there
0: what do you think? What do you think? I hope they're gonna have. There? I know
1: what you hope they're gonna have there. Say it already. You say it, dude. I know
0: you. You know it. They better serve alcohol at this place, or I swear on everything, nobody's gonna show up to your games. USA Water Polo. Keep hosting them at high schools and stuff.
1: Besides alcohol, I hope they have parking. <laughs> yeah. I hope, like we talked about this a long time ago when we were picking our uh, favorite pools. Um, and we mentioned Woollet how much it sucks because no no shade, and then the park you're parking in someone's driveway. It <laughs> shit. I I don't remember if I brought this up before, but I do wonder if like the people that. Like live right there across the street are like son of a bitch another water polo tournament like yeah. like they're having like family over. Hey, sorry man, you're gonna have to catch an Uber, bro. There's yeah. like a ten and under splash ball thing yeah. going on, hundred cars.
0: Hey, I baked a cake for your daughter, but it melted yeah. on
1: the long walk over. Yeah, cake smell all the time, <laughs> are you? But I get what you're saying. The I, icing, I, and stuff. yeah, I get what you're saying. God.
0: Yeah, no respect around here, man. Nah, yeah, keep going. I'm pretty over this. Um but all yeah, right. I said it
1: will be a cool looking pool. Yeah,
0: I think it will too. Yeah. Um do you remember if it said like when it should be open? Uh no, I have no idea. Me neither. uh
1: uh-uh. But it got approved.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Shouts out to Irvine City Council and whoever else made it possible. Yeah. Thanks for that. Um Alright. Uh well I think for the men's season, seems like the dust is kind of settling here a little bit, isn't it?
1: Yeah, th- like I said last time, things are playing out. The way we thought they would. Well, kind of, sort of.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of, sort of. Uh, and the last thing that I kind of noticed, but I haven't really been able to do anything about it, is uh, there's a water polo betting spreads account out there on Twitter. Yeah. How do you come up with
1: that shit? Listen, I'm not trying... <laughs>
0: Like, like, who are you and how, like, what are you doing?
1: That's what I'm saying. Okay. I see. How I'll, many hours
0: are you spending?
1: I see. I want to talk, not talk crap because it's also really funny. I think it's cool. And yeah, like the, cool. the prop bets and stuff like that. And like, there's other stuff that I come across and I'm like, how, and then, but I can't say like anything bad cause you do a ton of great work for this. And like, I'll be honest, I don't do much except for sit here and <laughs> spew out garbage. <laughs> the
0: recognition yeah, I deserve. Yeah, Exactly.
1: Uh, but however, how the hell do some of these people have the time to do some of this stuff that I like read and find? I'm like, what are you doing? Like I texted you that yesterday when I found out like stuff like, I get it, people. This is our sport, and we gotta love it. But some of y'all, like, yeah, yo, what are you doing, man? What are, you doing? are you free at your job, just searching up some of this stuff? Like, yeah, huh. we're not even like that. Like, how? I, I don't know. <laughs> your employer
0: would like to know your productivity yeah. level in your cubicle, cause yeah. it's. Down this shit right now. excuse me, Jason. <laughs> seems
1: like you spend 19 hours a day on water polo planning. The fuck is that? <laughs> what, why are you on high school boys' index of water polo for seven hours during the work day? I don't... Like, that's weird, bro. Like, come on, man. Love the sport. All about promoting it and getting bigger. But we got to... We got to... <laughs> yeah. We got to, like... Pump the brakes. <laughs> yeah, some of it. Some of us is... Yeah. Either way, but... Something I wanted to bring up. So water pole spreads and like covering spreads and all that kind of stuff. And to piggyback up, like this is going to be a long tangent here, kind of, sort of. Coach Harper last week brought up um, how he doesn't like these beginning games when they're winning 25 to 2 or whatever, right? Uh And how he feels like there's not really a win-win situation. Like in his opinion, his guys aren't learning that much. On the other side, he doesn't think that it's fun. I was looking up high school scores like a lame. Nah, I'm just joking. I was looking up for the pod. But I was looking up high school scores and there was like on max preps or whatever, there was uh, like a lot of scores that were like outrageous, dude, like that, like 25 to 2, like 27 to 1. And some of the games were against people I know personally. And like on b- both outcomes, you know. I was going
0: to say both outcomes are getting blown Bo- out. Both time.
1: outcomes, though, and I texted some of the people, and I was like, "Hey, like, what's up with the score? You know, like, what do you like? What you know?" And uh, they were saying that the opposing coach wanted them to like keep this keep the score going, you know. Yeah. And so you can chime in anytime you want here, and it was kind of like I, I kind of get both sides of it. So the coach that's losing want is, like, wanting his team to get beat bad. So in two, you know, next year, two years down the line when, you know, his freshmen or sophomores or juniors and seniors yeah. or whatever. They, they get experience. They know what it's like to, to loo- get their ass Yeah, kids. and they, like, have something to work for. I get that part. But then another part of me is, like, bro, I hate losing. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I hate losing. And I'm not, like, the type of coach, like, if I was still coaching to be, like, Yeah, man, keep running that score up because I've had that done to me. You would,
0: but extremely (laughs) sarcastically. Oh, exactly, exactly.
1: I've had that done to me where, like, a team was beating my ass. And the guy that was coaching against me was, like, a friend from coaching club. You know, he was an older guy and talked to me about it after – and, like, I get what he was doing, but in my mind, I was pissed. I was like, dude, nah, like, that's yeah. whack. Like, because, like, I still don't think my kids are learning anything. Like, yeah. they're still not really – and, yeah, maybe I should do a better job of teaching them, and they should be able to play these games. Yeah. But they're not learning – But when you're t- down 20 to 3, and, and, and they call a timeout with, like, 15 oh, oh, seconds. Oh, I'll get <laughs> there. I'll get there. I'll get there. But I'm saying, like, they're not really learning how to pressure pass when the guy is all over them. They're not really learning – you know, like, they're not yeah. still learning. If it was – you know what I mean? So I, I, I think it's hard. So what how do you It's see- crossing a line between like learning through losing and like
0: just getting bombed on and yeah. you're getting absolutely So I have you. a
1: great example of this will which shows like how I how I truly feel about this. <laughs> okay. Three years ago it was US Club Championships, and when I was coaching, we were playing a team, won't say who it was. And they were the number one team at the time, and they went on to win GAOs that year, and they were balling. They were so good. Like, I knew they were good. We kind of held with them maybe for, like, a couple minutes of the first and second quarter, but they were going to win no matter what. So in the fourth quarter, they subbed all, you know, they had their subs in, like, you know, like normal, like if you're beating a team, you know, and they had to have been up by, like, 10 or 12 goals on us, and they take a timeout with, uh, like, a little over 30 seconds left, so they had, like, a full possession, you know. Coach takes a timeout, and I'm like, okay, he's bringing in some other subs or something, you know? So I'm, like, talking to my girls, like, hey, we got to get out of here. Like, I'm tired. I'm hungry. It's, like, 8 a.m. Like, you know, I had to set the pull-up. And I watch this guy sub in his full six JO championship team into the starting lineup. And I'm like, nah. And I'm like, is this fool really about to bust out a motherfucking clipboard right now? And he starts drawing up a play of the fourth quarter Over 30 seconds left, up by 12 goals. So I am heated, bro. So I look at my girls. I'm like, "Go to the other side of the pool." So I'm like, "Go to defense or go to offense right now." And they're like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, go to offense." And I told them why. I was like, "After the game, you know." So they so they go to offense right. And the ref knows me, and he looks at me. He's like, "Are you serious?" I'm like, "Yeah, hell yeah, I'm serious." So the coach goes, has his team set up offense, and he's With t- nobody. Yeah, so, so he's telling like, my girls, team. he's like, "No, girls, you're on defense." And the ref goes, "No, no, no, no." That's where the coach wants them to play. And the co- and the coach looks at me, he's like, "Really, man?" I'm like, "Run your play, run your play." So he has his girls throwing picks on each other, and the girl kicks the ball and starts faking like crazy. And I told my goalie to go underwater, and she goes underwater. And the girl shoots, scores, and I start clapping. And I'm like, "Nice play, coach! Nice play!" And he's like. He tries to tell me, he's like, oh yeah, well, maybe this would help your girls to play defense. And then what I told him and what I told my girls, and like, I think it's a respect thing. We're not practice dummies. Yeah. We're not here for you to bomb on us to practice. If he would have done that in the third quarter when he was still up by whatever, seven or eight goals, whatever, like, that's okay. Yeah. But bro, it is the fourth quarter (laughs) with little over 30 seconds left, and you take a timeout. (laughs) garbaggio <laughs> homie that's trash
0: <laughs>
1: like so i'm totally on the other side of this whole thing i don't give a shit how young my kids are like i just don't think it's like I, we're not practice dummies they're not gonna learn yeah the time for them to learn is when like i should be be at practice like it's obviously you get good game experience and all that kind of stuff and like what i always say is like you should the more games you play the better you'll be because there's only so much you can do at practice yeah but when a team is so much better than you, you're not learning. Yeah. I didn't learn anything by getting gross and goad by Costas or you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't learn shit. I just learned that these fools could kick fucking hard. That's about it. So, like, I'm totally against it. How do you feel about this?
0: Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. I, I'm ready to just hit stop right now <laughs> yeah. and just upload. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, No, I completely agree for... A couple of reasons because one this isn't like um like a tournament with like group play where there's gold differential and stuff because like you'll see that with like international stuff like that's why like our usa women's team will just absolutely take a giant dump on some of these teams because all the other teams in their group that are any good are going to do the same thing um so i get it from that side but uh No, I think it's just like a giant waste of time because the more time that you're scoring goals, the longer the game goes, things like games begin to fall behind and yeah, just like nobody's learning and so I think it's kind of funny like on the flip side, like um, a coach who started coaching um, like soon after I was done playing club, he would seriously, he would like go up by just enough goals with his team. And then they would just like play the thirty seconds of offense, then just dump the ball. Yeah, for the rest of the game. Yeah, just so that they could like just run the game out, and like the clock would just be fucking just over and done with it. Which I still kind of can't decide if that's really insulting or not to to the other team. It's pretty
1: hard, dude. It's pretty hard. And I have actually two more comments about this, as to like, I guess why I'm like so. Uh, cause there's been time like number one like there's been times and I don't care what anybody says or whatever. There's coaches and players and teams that you just don't like. Oh yeah. Like I don't give a shit what anybody says. Like there's a coach and there's a program that you just don't like. And maybe one year that team beats you by ten or fifteen, and the next year in your mind you're like, oh, we're gonna bomb on this team. Like I don't care what it goes yeah. to. But in general, I would say my overall tone is to like not like you like hitting the dub club is like. I think was cool when I was younger and stuff, but like as I grew old, I was like, it doesn't mean what, I, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like nobody's, and like, I hate like when the kids are all like, oh yeah, like, like, like laughing like the other, t- you know what I mean? Like it yeah. just like looks very unprofessional to me. And then another reason why I think this hits close to home. I don't know if I ever told you this story. <laughs> okay. When I first started coaching, I think I was, I think I was 18 and I was coaching at Rancho. I was coaching JV and Frosh and the varsity coach couldn't make it to like a final game of a tournament and so, and Rancho was like, they were not good, like, and, like before, I, I mean, they were, the years before, they were good, and then went down, yeah. and when I took over, like, you know, they kind of went back up and stuff, but, like, the year before I was there, they were not good, and they were in, like, playing for, like, 23rd of, like, some tournament or something, but your boy was, like, 18, like, and, like, oh, my God, Trying I'm about to, to coach this varsity game right now, like, I remember my heart fucking bumping, I was, like, you know like I was fired up and I'm like counter like it's like again 23rd place like you know like half the kids can't really swim but I'm like yelling going crazy and then it was like the third or fourth quarter and I was up by like 20 something and I'm still but again dude I don't know I don't know yeah I'm like go go and some older coach that was there like walks up behind me and he kind of he like whispers in my ear he's like not to sound weird but he he like leans down he's like hey coach don't you think that's enough scoring and I was like Oh shit. Like I, it just had never really occurred to me. And like, I'm telling you, that was like a really big, like moment for myself. Like, you know what I mean? Like was still so young and really didn't know, but was just like, so gung ho. And like, ever since that moment, again, that was like my very first, like even like very first season ever coaching. And I wasn't even the varsity coach at the time. But ever since that moment, I always, like, remember thinking that. Like, any time, like, the score was getting too high, like, imagining, like, this dude, like, walking up behind (laughs) me. The ghost of your mom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then when I'm getting bombed on by other teams, I'm like, where'd that fool at now? Like, why is he here? Like, come on, man. So, yeah, that one just, I, just thinking about the spreads and then talking to some of the people and looking at scores, like, that one just, like, hits close to home because I feel like, A lot of people can feel on both sides of the fence for it. I think it's like I think it's like a hard subject.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, because there's in all reality there's really no point in doing it. Yeah. Unless you're trying to like send a statement. Like there's some other story that I heard about like one high school kid like hurting some kid on another team, and this was like way back I think in like the like late nineties, like early
1: early two thousands. Yeah.
0: And so then the next time when they played, like the other team basically just like unleashed. As much as they could, and I think, I think
1: that's the story of the highest scoring game, and probably I I know like some of the players in that game, and I talked to them about it. You yeah. know, I was like, "What happened to that game?" And he like they told me they like what went down before, and the reason why they like decided to win by like seventy three goals or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just ridiculous.
0: Well, well, I'm glad that you brought this up. Yeah, my friend. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just gotta sit here and just think about it for a minute. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Bosco just went off over here. I did. Um, all right. So, um, it is NBA season. Hallelujah. And, yeah, This is we are just living in the greatest time of year right now. Yeah, we've uh, like we've said before. But um, yeah. So we watched the Lakers and the Clippers last night. Things didn't turn out. How we would have wanted on the purple and gold side of SoCal. Yeah. But anyways, here we are. But um it just kinda I got thinking, you know, like NBA offseason, everybody. The the big thing right now is dynamic duos, right? Mm-hmm. You got LeBron and AD now, you got Paul George and Kawhi. Boo. there, Boo. Shut up, fucking Marcellus <laughs> Wiley. <laughs> yeah. Uh Russell Westbrook and James Harden, Dame Lillard, CJ McCollum on our TV right here, right now. Um so who do you think's got the best dynamic Duno in uh, NCAA men's water polo? The Duno
1: or the duo? <laughs> the duo. Okay, the du- I don't know what a Duno is, but duo, <laughs> I for sure got you. Thinking about donuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so who do we have here? Who's on our list? Um, we got USC, the duo of Dobe and Mirchep, who have combined for 54 goals. Yep. Halleck and Abramson from Stanford, who have complied for not applicable because Stanford has they not have their stats uploaded up their stats. Yeah. Uh, Moulton and Cavano from UCLA at 48. Yep. Pavlard and Cote. Cody
0: Cody. Cote, yeah.
1: Uh, combining for 79. Cosa and Osic of Pepperdine. And by the way, Pavlard and Cote or whatever, Pacific. Cosa yep. and Osic at Pepperdine with 95. Le- Androsh Levi, and Mavis. And Mavis? Andrew Mavis. Mavis. Yeah. 104 at George Washington. And Yaksimovich and Vlasanov. I guess is that uh that's Bucknell, Bucknell, that's the yeah. Bison. I was gonna say is that is that the Bison? It's the Bison. And y'all already know who I'm choosing? Dude, come on for 117 goals, bro, Yakubovich, Ayden Brate, let's go. All about the Bucknell duo. So
0: 117 g's just the stats alone do it for you. Well,
1: I'm I mean if we're gonna pick a dynamic duo, it's gonna go surely on stats like. I w- I w- it'd be cool to, like, compare, like, how those two do against a USC or how they do, a- you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Because the- So the way I thought about it was, like, are you going to look at just, like, the stats or, like, talent or, like, how they work with one another? Unfortunately, we can't watch all these people play with each other all the time. Well, but- listen,
1: I'm ruling out Dobey and Mirachep because they're obviously not working together right now, <laughs> no. so they're done. Uh, I mean, yeah, Halleck and Abramson don't have stats, so I guess <laughs> no. they're done. Yeah. Uh, Cavano Molson, like, I don't know, dude. Yeah. One. I think the most deadly has got to be, I, to be honest, the, the ones that stand out the most to me are GCC, Pepperdine, yeah. and UOP because, like, Kosa and Osage are just scores. It's so like, Pavel are just sick. Like yeah. So, like, those two in my mind are, like, just stick out as nasty. That's what I mean. Like they Like,
0: they might not have, like, all the goals because there's – probably a good amount of double-digit goal scores in the rest of the roster you know yeah but uh but these two are they're definitely like powering their squads to where they're at right now yeah long um,
1: beach state we got stewie and velaragus viargus vergara <laughs>
0: vergara yeah. those
1: guys are shooters yeah
0: but yeah um yeah i mean i'm see i'm not from the stats part of this conversation i'm totally looking at it from like who works well with who Kind of the vibe, the flow, and so I'm going to have to say right now, its I mean, it's got to be Halleck and Abramson. Okay. Number one team in the land. Yeah. For a reason. So, yeah. And like we've discussed it before, they're two likely uh, Catino Award candidates, so I got to give it to them. Okay. Although we don't know how, we don't have any numbers on them. Where are at Stanford. Yeah. Why don't you, there, it's like them and some other teams don't have stats, I'm like, You're not helping me out here, man. Yeah,
1: or they don't update it. It's like, oh, stats as of October 6th. It's like, yeah, what are you doing, dude? Thanks, friend. Yeah.
0: Um, All right. So uh, speaking of the GCC, we're finally in conference play. And uh, yeah, so Pacific has jumped out to the early lead here, taking down the Gauchos.
1: The
0: upstart Gauchos are now kind of... The downstart Gouchers. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, they're in fourth right now, overall. I mean,
0: everybody's just played. Well, most teams have only played one game. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, they beat uh, Santa Barbara 17-16. What a barn burner. It was. What is defense these days anymore? Yeah,
1: there is none. It's just shoot, dude. Shoot.
0: Shoot at all costs. Yeah, Pavlard had five goals and Kote had four. So, there you go. That's nine. Yeah. That's nine of them right there. More than half. Yep. Uh, And then Luis Araya, the hometown kid. Hit the game winner.
1: Get that man a drink. Yeah, just
0: like he hit—he hit the game winner
1: on that. whoop. <laughs> ghetto bird. Call, call it the ghetto bird against SC. Hit please that. change that <laughs> if you are playing water polo, your son or your daughter. Instead of them throwing, when they throw a helicopter, please you'll throw that ghetto bird. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> I wish I was still coaching to play just so I could say that. Yeah. Like have 14 girls, yo. Madison, throw the Ghetto Bird. <laughs> Let's go.
0: Coach trust the Ghetto yeah. Bird. You're going to learn today. Let's go. Um, so, yeah, get that man at Drake, man. Two game winners in three games. You deserve it. Uh, and then, yeah, it's four goals for Sam Nangle. Uh, the Santa Barbara goalies only have five saves. It's kind of weird. Um, but, yeah, man, Pacific, they're number three in the rankings. Uh, they beat SC, like we said. That's the second time yeah. they took down the Trojans, man. Um, but then in between this win against Santa Barbara and against SC, they lost to UCLA by four. Uh-huh. Um, and so like, I don't know if they like played their best game, if they sat people. I don't know. They split goalies. Yeah. Like, I don't know if they're like, saving up. But uh, yeah. And then they've also had um, some solid scores against Stanford. A one-goal loss and a three-goal loss. Their only three losses this year are against the top two teams. Mm-hmm. So Pacific... You're doing the damn thing. And we're going to wrap around back and talk about that here in a minute. Meanwhile, the other standout GCC team through the first week is Pepperdine. Yep. Uh, they're 17-5 on the year. They beat SC 13-12. Big time. First W over the Trojans since 05. And yeah. now they're on a seven-game winning streak. Yeah, it's a
1: huge win. I feel like I've been saying yeah. that a lot for a lot of these teams.
0: It's huge, but I also <laughs> think it's like largely unexpected. Oh, I don't yeah. know if anybody would have picked Pepperdine to come out with one of these big four wins.
1: Uh I think so. I think I think we kind of talked about it. You even said it like they're kind of your dark horse and like I I think yeah. so. I I would have because they're just they have a lot of scores. They have a lot of guys that can just score. And I think if you have guys that can score, it's obviously a game changer. Yeah,
0: they they were my dark horse and they still are, but I, it was like a nervous pick because I just really had no idea how things were going to come together. Yeah, I don't want osage. your bookie coming after you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, the waves—they uh, were down by two in the third, and they went up by three in the fourth. So a late rally. Mm-hmm. It's not like uh, not like when Santa Barbara beat SC and they were in control the whole time. They kind of—it was like a smash and grab, as they would call it. Okay. Um, yeah, Dobé, 4 for 13 shooting. No Mirchip. No. He did no not play. play. So, <laughs> I just, I feel like...
1: Uh, Again, though, still no Vovic. That's brother. what I was about I to hate. say.
0: I feel like all these freaking wins have an asterisk on it yeah. because of the lack of Vovic. Yeah. Of the Marco, the one in the pool. And the one out of the pool. Where is he
1: at? <laughs> Bring him back.
0: Yeah, where in the world is Jovan yeah, Vovic? still not, as we wait. Yeah, not Carmen San Diego. Where is Jovan Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, dude, I just think these are crazy. Like, just the program is just getting tarnished right now. Like, just getting beat down. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Um,
0: but I said, would have been hard to pick Pepperdine with one of these big four wins. Well, they got two because yeah. two weekends ago they beat Cal up in Berkeley in OT. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Pepperdine's also one and on the GCC. They beat the Anteaters of UC Irvine 14 10 we Would love to see the Ant Eaters, the Zot Nation, come back stronger next year. Now, guess what? These two teams are playing against each other this Saturday at noon, at noon in Stockton. Mm-hmm. Would you go to school in Stockton?
1: I've never been there, I can't say. I uh, know. I mean I don't honestly probably not. I've heard yeah. like just not I mean, no no hating on them. But the pool I looks mean great. Yeah, the pool looks awesome, but I've just heard Yes, yeah. But yeah, we'll move on. Yeah. Um and
0: then Pepperdine plays at Stanford at noon on Sunday. All right. So they could make it three. All these three, Sunday 50.
1: games. I f- yeah. Do we play a lot on Sundays? Only in tournaments. Yes, yeah, I feel Only like. a couple of tournaments a year. Yeah. God, dude. Yeah. That sounds terrible.
0: Um. Here we go. We're going to pour it on SC a little bit more here. Uh, Mirchip is leading the team right now with 32 goals. He had 62 last year. He has 13 goals off of his pace from last season. Yeah,
1: way less games played, right?
0: I mean, I just I just looked at like dates. Mm-hmm. I didn't count the amount of games. That yeah, I'm pretty a sure. I'm
1: pretty sure they've only played like
0: they've played like 14 games. I was gonna say like 13
1: or 14 games. Yeah, it's like like what is yeah like Pep is, has played 22, 22. So That's a lot of missing games. Yeah, I wonder why. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I mean, Maybe they don't it,
0: play very much at home. They only had like six home games last year.
1: I'm not sure, but Pinta, come on the pod.
0: Yeah, tell us what's going on. Yeah. Um but yeah, like they just don't have as many scores like they did last year. They had 11 guys score more than 20 goals last year. Right now they have 3.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Well, dude, there's just like not like a lot of like I was looking at their stats too and there's just not a lot of depth. Like there's just not a lot of like you, like I do again, we don't know if they lost recruits again like we've talked about many times. <sighs> yeah. But like they're just not there's just not the same level of like people coming in and out, you know what I mean? Like, there's just not, in my opinion, there's not a lot of depth. Yeah.
0: However, speaking of people coming in and out, you broke some news to me last night. I did. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, this has to do with high school girls, but... Yeah, small tangent here, people, yeah, but it has to do with you. Saw on this Twitter sphere from Captain Dan Albedo <laughs> that uh, Teja Polchek, correct? That's how you say her last name. So, yeah, yeah, we had her. She will be forgoing her senior year at Laguna, to enroll early at USC and be on the women's team—that's gnarly. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. So she is like at some school in Huntington to get her uh, whatever it is, your high her school, GED. yeah, your GED, and then uh, gonna be on the women's team this year for the Lady Trojans. Um, That's gnarly for <laughs> multiple for multiple reasons. I think. Yeah, I uh, think. Mainly because she's obviously foregoing an opportunity as well to win another CIF championship. To win another CIF championship and. Uh, like looking and she's like talked about it a lot. Like she's like, obvi- she's been all in at USC. She like committed there a long time ago. Like, you mm-hmm. know, I think she like, she was like a freshman or something, Damn. but I, it's, we talked about this. We were trying to figure it out. Like the Fisher sisters didn't do this. No. Muscleman we thought did right. Musclemen, cause of the Olympics. Though. Yeah. She
0: left CDM early and did like online high school. But I think that was purely cause of the national team.
1: Yeah. So I'm like curious as to like what the, uh, what like what the reasoning behind this is exactly
0: because i mean okay
1: i think about it like this like she's still like i don't know, even know if she's 17 like me and you are had like late birthdays you know yeah. what i mean we graduated high school at 17 mm-hmm. so she could be going in to <laughs> sc as a 16 year old you yeah. know like again we could be totally wrong don't know her age but like that's still young and like yeah body wise like physicality wise like Yo, like that's, I mean, she has been playing yeah. at the top level since, however, I remember coaching against her when she was like 13, but like she's been playing at the top level for a long time now. And like Laguna, obviously great program on her day. Uh, I think she's at SoCal or whatever, but she's always been playing top, but like, this is it. Like, you know, yeah. like we talk about how the women's NCAA is like the the top of the top when it comes to water polo across the world for the on the women's side. Yeah. So I think that's just, like, gnarly. That's, like, tough. Is she, like, trying to sneak back onto the nat- – like, is the national team in play or something? Like, what the heck? Well, I think that's a good point.
0: Um, also, like, what about, like, the social aspect? She's going to be, like, a 16-year-old walking around, like, a big-time college campus with 18 to 20-somethings. Like, it's kind of – crazy like does does she need a parent or guardian with her the whole time or what like
1: i mean i guess like the only thing so she would be there like the spring semester so i mean she was going to be there either way in the next like what is it three or four months yeah but yeah this is like some college football kind of stuff like i I just think it's pretty wild yeah Um, um
0: now i think the other part of this too is um because so obviously next year is an olympic year and so a ton of players are going to be taking this the, the semester off. Like, NCAA women's water polo is probably going to be a little bit down. That's- and a little bit crazy because all the top players from the big schools are going to be training with the national team. Yeah. From, like, not just from America. Don't forget that there's a shit ton of foreign players that yeah. play in our women's college system. And they're yeah. all going to be going back to their respective nations. Yeah. So, like, is this a move on her part to, like, Trying to like Play. make a name like for the Trojan squad, the yeah. women of Troy, for for the that season. You know, yeah. like have a ball in freshman year.
1: Or also like, are the Trojans hurting that bad? <laughs> you know, on the women's side, they're like, yo, we gotta, her in. yeah, we like, we gotta do this because you kind of think about the whole high school basketball argument. You know what I mean? Like, if they're good enough to go from high school to the NBA right away, why yeah. do like why allow like not just allow instead of doing that whole you know, you like year college. at college or whatever. Yeah. Like is she good enough right now to go play at USC like she doesn't have to go her senior year? Is basically the blanket statement here. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Yeah it is. Like you're going to like the top you know, what they were runner up last year, you mm-hmm. know, like and they're always in the top. So it's just that's just so crazy to me.
0: That could be a crazy trendsetter, like more on the girls side. I don't think for boys, boys well, it doesn't like matter it on the boys. It. Yeah. But it's like imagine if like a bunch of other high school girls started doing this, like I don't know. But then you kind of have to think about it. If you're on the Laguna Beach team, you're just kind of like, oh, like, bye. Like, all right.
1: Yeah. Like, no, I I think.
0: I th- don't think it's as impactful because it's not like she played for them her whole entire life or something. Yeah. She, only, she only showed up last year.
1: But they're also like a machine and just turned just like <laughs> I mean, kids yeah. are just, you know.
0: They probably they'd probably have a replacement, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. I mean,
1: But I think it's a great option. I don't think anybody is clowning on her no you know what i mean like or anybody's mad or jealous like no hell no like go to no. see and handle that business that's yeah. rad like best of luck Taya Polchek check watch yeah 2020 uh, <laughs> yeah
0: uh, yeah, that's dope because she's like she's the first person like to do this yeah and to be the first at doing anything i mean you're putting your neck out there uh uh-huh. so it can be a little scary yeah so anyways bringing it on back into the ncaa men's water polo yeah um just to wrap things up here about the GCC, uh, UC Santa Barbara, they're on a five-game losing skid after starting off 15-0. and 0. Um, Yeah, they're 3-5 and five now since they beat Stanford, and they host Cal this weekend. It's the last chance they have to pull out a W against the Big Four. <laughs> Bosco might be the only one right. That's right. We'll see what happens. Um, and then shouts out to San Jose State. They got an 8-3 to win against UCI.
1: Yeah, I think they got moved up to 13th in the rankings now. Like, dude, they're just climbing.
0: Yeah. So, good job for the Spartans because yeah. they're like the most like, unknown team out there, I think. Yeah.
1: Real quick about the rankings, though. Okay. Something that me and you have been side-conversating about for a long time now. Uh-huh. Who's number one in the Division Three rankings?
0: Oh, God. Is it still Pomona? No, it's Whittier is it's number Whittier. one,
1: but now Pomona's two. Okay. Okay, who's ranked higher in the overall rankings? Is it still Pomona? Yeah, how the hell does that work?
0: I have no idea.
1: I don't understand that. Like do you like The li- Seychens are more deadly Against the Yeah exactly teams. Like do you take Like when they're thinking About the overall top 20 They're like okay Let's look at the big picture And then when they do The D3 They're like now Let's look at what you did Against D3 Like I guess but That doesn't really make sense I, Dude I don't know I, I mean it d- does The you frame it But yeah. But I just But I think that That framework Doesn't make sense No I, I don't either Like how can Like this I'm like ranked I'm ranked higher Than them here But not here Yeah, yeah It's so weird to me yeah, and
0: especially like for the for whenever the D three national championship comes up, like which ranking is going to be used to pick this uh-huh. other team? I mean, I'm still not even sure how they're going to decide the the teams and stuff, except for obviously the Skyak winner, and I'm guessing MIT because MIT is technically a Division three team. Yeah, they are. Yeah, but and they're over there like staying neck and neck in the NWPC. Yeah, which we'll get to, but um. Anyways, yes, that's pretty much it. Uh, as it stands in the GCC, it goes Pacific, Pepperdine, Long Beach, San Jose, Santa Barbara, UC Irvine. Um, now, for the MPSF, uh, it's kind of like, it really doesn't fucking matter. It's, <laughs> it's three games. Yeah. They're all going to make their own tournament. Yeah. All that matters is that you're going to win the tournament. Yeah, I do. Who cares? So, like, if you're a coach, like, are you going to kind of, like, keep things close to the vest for those games or is it that late in the season where you're like just going for it? No,
1: I still think they gotta go for it. I still think they gotta win because I think last year was like a tricky situation too. It was like if Cal loses or went like there was like something about like Cal not getting in or whatever like that. But I think yeah, I still think as to like I always like to say at the end of the day <laughs> that uh, yeah, people are gonna try to win no matter what. Yeah, I mean yeah, because
0: it will effectively contribute to. Like, um, there chances at an at-large, should it come to be necessary. Now! This is the sound of me rubbing my hands together. Sort of. Oh, Uh We're going to play a little game again. Mm-hmm. If you like the show uh, Around the Horn on ESPN, this <laughs> yeah. will sound quite familiar. Yeah. Buy or sell. Trademark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All um, right. Let's go. Let's hit it. All right, number one. Buy or sell we're both playing this, obviously, this is the fun part, yeah, uh Pacific has a good enough resume to be locked in for an NCAA at large bid, no matter what, so them not winning the g c c tournament
1: uh buy okay. buying heavy the stock like stock market is down I'm buying heavy on them <laughs> like, yeah, dude, they just had just enough quality wins they're yeah hundred percent, yeah, I buy, yeah,
0: this is an easy buy for me also um Like I said before, their only three losses are against teams in the top two, not even the top four or five. Only in the top two, Mm -hmm. they've beaten all these other really good teams. Pacific, you're in, baby. Yeah, Tigers are in. At home, yeah, and they're at home. Like things, the stars. I see them all congregating a little bit here.
1: That would be called aligning.
0: But they got to (laughs) congregate in the same area first before they align. Okay, all right. All right, next one, you go.
1: All right, USC, who's currently 9-4, has lost to three GCC teams this year. And the loss to Pepperdine was a nail in the coffin for the season. Are you buying or you selling, hard? I'm buying. Ooh, I'm buying, man. Okay, elaborate. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, like it says, they lost to three different GCC teams. Um, they haven't really held up their end of the bargain against the fellow NPSF teams. Um, they're just not looking good. I wish I knew if like the committee looks at like how they're playing, except like who's on the committee. Do they know about water pool? That's a different story. But I mean, yeah. And the prompt is like, was this the nail in the coffin? I think it is. Like, I think it's the nail in the coffin for their season. I think it's the nail in the coffin, like for their confidence. Really like, <coughs> like it, everything just seems to just keep piling on on them. Yeah, and I think like this shut the door
1: uh i'm gonna sell man i always got belief of the trojans even though they're doing terrible but i think for the reason that there's still the MPSF tournament and if they win that they're in you know yeah. and then also like i again uh, people may norm know more about this than we do but when the Vovage brothers come into play whole different ball game
0: yeah i mean i'm also guessing that they're not gonna play okay
1: well, I mean still. I'm still selling. I I think I don't think it's quite over yet. Okay. Not quite over yet. So sell.
0: All right. Um UCLA at 14 and 1 is the best team in the nation. Buy or sell?
1: Sell. All right. Sell. Not the best team in the nation. I still think Stanford's better. Uh I think yeah, even though they've beaten UOP, I still think that UOP can get a win there. Mm-hmm. Like they don't just seem like they don't. To me, they're just not. I think Stanford is the best team in the nation. They're like UCLA is not. I don't know. I just don't think so.
0: All right. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna sell this one too.
1: Those are your boys? Uh.
0: Yeah. I mean, just because Stanford, like, they have my they have my dynamic duo of the season. Yeah. Um. And like, they're just like I think they're just like that much more talented right now than UCLA, and they're like way older. But mm-hmm. like, they have that championship experience. That the Bruins are largely lacking. I mean, their only only seniors. Alex Wolf, the goalie, and like he's just the goalie. You know, like there's got to be people out there to score the goals. You know, um, so yeah, I think like when it comes down to it, Stanford's still the best team in the nation. They're also 14 and one. Yeah. Fact. So,
1: all right. Uh, so number four here, two count them two, GCC teams will play in the final floor. Or or caveat and. You know, one WWPA team will make it in the final four. You buy him or sell him. I'm buying, baby. Okay.
0: Michael held on. <laughs> yeah. Peaky blinders Blinders yeah. reference for those of you yes. who don't like the show. Dude, yeah, man, like this. This is it. Like I'm pushing all the chips on the table for this one. The GCC. You asked me the very first episode of the season. What storyline was I look most looking forward to to play out? And I said it was this, Mm -hmm. the GCC, they've had a dream start to the season. They're having a pretty dreamy middle part of the season. And I think that they're going to, like, finish off the story. Yeah. You know, like, they're just playing so good. Like, they've made these other big four teams look super mortal this year. And I think that this is going to be it, man. Like, those two teams are going to find matchups in their quarterfinal. And especially because imagine if one of them gets, like, an East Coast team. Mm-hmm. Like those are, I mean, that's like theoretically and even easier into the final four. Like, yeah. So if, if they only need to take down one big four team on the way, then I think that I think they're doing it.
1: Yeah, I'm going to buy this one as well just because of basically everything that's going on. And then you kind of start to do the math and the at-large bids and all that kind of stuff. Even if there is, you know, two at-large bids. You know, it's kind of like if how I imagine things going down right now. It's Stanford getting the MPSF, or yeah, getting the MPSF. UCLA getting one of those at larges, and then you know, like a UOP or a Santa. And then I don't know, like where you go from there. Like, what if UOP wins the GCC? Do you give that at large to Santa Barbara, or does Santa Barbara win the GCC and then you give that at large to UOP? But either either way, I think that one of those at larges. Well, let's elaborate on that. Okay, so. If you're, I think if you're Pacific, do you, you almost, like, hope that Santa Barbara wins the GCC tournament? I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like basically, yeah, if you're Santa Barbara, if you're in Gaucho land, <laughs> you need to win the the GCC. At this point, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah, we've had some great quality wins, but at late, like, really? lately, resume of the whole year, especially lately... I don't think you're getting that at large if yeah. if uh, if you don't win the tournament. As it stands today, no. Well, because so you're saying that USC would get it. No, I'm saying I'm saying, that,
0: I'm saying that San Jose's resume, as it stands today, is not good enough. Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara, sorry, yeah. Santa Barbara. Yeah, it's not good enough to get okay. at large. It's not good enough. So though. it would be like
1: like what it always is, like three APSS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well,
0: well, that's what I'm saying is that if the Gauchos win the tournament. I feel like that almost has to like ULP. guarantee Pacific and yeah. at-large because you yeah. can't leave them out at this point. Yeah,
1: exactly. But if UOP wins the where GCC, is- where does that at-large go? Oh. Does it go to Santa Barbara? Does it go to SC? Does it go to maybe a Pepperdine who might do some other stuff here? Well,
0: Pepperdine still has some good games left on their schedule, I think. Yeah, Pepperdine still has a game against Stanford left.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And yeah, it's the only non-conference one. Well, that's like of a big, big team. So, so just so just that one on Sunday, yeah, for Pepperdine.
1: So either way, I'm buying, yeah, because I just think I mean, just from what USC's doing, I don't think that they're unless they win the tournament. I don't know if they're going to make it in there. Yeah. And yeah, and then also like I kind of feel if like, I mean, this is to get even more politi- political about it, but if USC's like at a, like a question mark about it at large. And your boy who just got you know this racketeering shit like yeah. you gotta really reward this program you know like yeah it might not look good yeah exactly so you might have to yeah scratch him out
0: and then I think this all might kind of like like uh might like, might roll downhill and push WWPA out I mean the winner is obviously gonna get a spot yeah but um I mean. From what I mean is, like, the seeding for when the tournament comes. It might hurt WWPA's chance of making the final four. Yeah. Depending on how this all plays out. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Only a couple more. Uh James Graham would be a good fit as the USA men's national team head coach.
1: This is tough. This is tough because I know there's some people out there that are like, what the – like, either way, <laughs> when we answer this question, they're going to be like, what the fuck? Sure. Um, ah man I'm gonna honestly I'm gonna buy it okay I'm gonna buy it I think that he has done such a great job of coaching very teams to a high level and like building them up Mm -hmm. like they'll be down and out for a while and then he'll get great recruits granted a lot of them have been foreign Mm -hmm. and like but just understanding what he's working with how to work how to develop and then make that team good and I think that's just like a huge benefit like Uh, people talk about you know like you as like an Olympic coach you have a four-year plan you only have you know you get these guys and you got to train them up for as long as you and then for four years and then boom you like almost sort of start over sort of thing like how we've been doing and I feel like James almost like does that with his programs like the last time that when they had Goron on that team might have been like four years ago right yeah
0: Goron and Balash. yeah that that was like Six years ago. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like the
1: same kind of concept, you know what I mean? Like, and I feel like, yeah, that's what he's doing. Like he, he like has this plan, like, okay, I'm going to get these recruits and then, you know, build it up for here. And then I think it's also almost like a benefit to be able to coach euros and all these foreign players and like learn from them. And then when you go and like, you're able to like teach it and then, you know, how coach against it. Yeah. You know, when you're going up against like a like the Hungarian team who has a lot of them, you know, has had a lot of them or Croatians, you know what I mean? He like understands what they do, how they train, and can coach against it, implement it. So I think he would do a good job. I think it I think it's somebody that they should look at. I buy this as well. Nice. Um, I mean largely
0: for the same reasons that you said, like like he's proven that he can kind of do this like in a given amount of time. He's coached talented players he's gotten talented players to buy in to his mm-hmm. program and like believe in what he wants to do because like for people who might not know like this guy he wasn't a big he wasn't a division one all American yeah. like big shot guy like he played at Redlands he played in the people's conference That's you right. know like yeah. like he's comes from a division three like a smaller background and he's gained a lot of respect nationally for obvious reasons mm-hmm. and yeah like he's just proven it like he's gotten these players for him or homegrown, like, they stick around for all four years, the players get better, like, and and they end up, like, competing with some of these top teams as they are right now. So who's, why, sh- why shouldn't it work at the next level when all the players are super good, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, they're all going to be, like, arguably in their prime. And I think another big part of it, too, <clears throat> excuse me, is that, uh, like, what I said about, like, buying in, like, there has to be something that he does. Whether like it's his personality or his way of training or this that or the other thing that like make people like want to go there, like I said, like kind of like like tongue in cheek, like would you would you go yeah. to school in Stockton? Like yeah. I don't think a lot of people would go to school in Stockton, no. But all these big ballers do, and yeah. like, it's working. So again, like why wouldn't it work for him? Yeah. And um and then the last thing is I think he's also. I kind of developed a bit of a reputation for using, like, analytics and mm-hmm. statistics a lot, mm-hmm. which I don't know to the extent or lack thereof that our men's national team does right now. But, I mean, given the way that statistics and analytics are used in professional sports nowadays, it can't hurt. Yeah. So, that's um, all. I'm a bye.
1: Got it. Yeah. Shout out James Graham. Yeah. Uh, last one. Last one. Real, Real serious one here. Lakers will finish with a better record than the Clippers. Buy it, baby, yeah. purple and gold. Let's go. That's it. Buy it. Moving on. That's all we need, dog. Let's go. All right,
0: here we go. Um, just like from around the horn, or no, this is from PTI. We're yeah. gonna have the big finish right here. Yeah. Let's run through it.
1: totally reality. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I got the East Coast roundup. Uh, Harvard dude is quietly undefeated this year. That mm-hmm. kind of that was like a big surprise slap in the face when I saw that. Doing the research, they're 18-0 this year, and they've got only nine regular, ga- regular season <laughs> games left. Yeah. So, a bid to go undefeated until they reach the NCAA tournament. Uh, they picked up comfortable wins against Brown and MIT a couple weekends ago. And the Barson, uh, they got uh, the big MAWPC win against uh, George W. Two weekends ago, 13-8. Uh, they'll play again at Bucknell
1: on November 10th. What do you got? The Harvard Invitational Harvard beat the Bison, and that was pretty sad, dude. I just want Arturo to win out there. Um, we have, what is this, Pomona Pitzer, mm-hmm. and LaSalle, <laughs> and George Washington. That's who they got to. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, dude, I don't know. Like, are, I mean, I didn't say it earlier. They're undefeated, but are they playing these big teams? I don't know. Uh, lots of back and forth scores between the Mopka, that's what I'm going to call them, the MAWPC, the, the Mop The what? Mop Mopk 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 and okay. the NWPC teams <laughs> with a little bit of hand mixed in. And then Fordham beat Princeton 11-10 last Saturday in non-conference. So yeah. That's
0: it. Yeah, so Fordham keeping it up. Uh now Skyax standings at the midway point. <laughs> uh, Whittier still undefeated. They're 7 uh, no now, uh, CMS at 5-1, Pomona-Pitzer, 5-2, Calou 4-3. I'll
1: help you out, Redlands 4-3, yeah, Chapman 3-4, right Laverne 2-5, Oxy 1-5, Caltech 0-7. I was at our alumni game, which I haven't even talked about yet last weekend. Oh, that's right. We beat the Leos, and then I was there for the Calou-Leo game. Laverne went down Oh. Five zero to start the first quarter and then lost 11-7, So, I mean, don't go down five zero. You might do a little bit better than that. Yeah. We took down the Leos. Your boy got a nasty G. Just might have to donut. St- uh, I don't know. My head was underwater. It was a cross fast podcast. Oh but my yeah, god. But yeah, dude, from five, just counter attack three on two. Got up here and had my head under, it, but just quick wrist. No yeah. legs. Yeah. Oh no, dude, no whatsoever. it also just a lot of uh, stuff beforehand. But uh, yeah, this one though.
0: Uh, Redlands is in fourth now, by the way. I just looked up the new standings. Got it. Whittier, CMS, Pomona, Redlands, Calu, Chapman, Laverne, Oxy, Caltech. Two. Cool. Uh, finally, WWPA. UC San Diego's almost made it home with another undefeated season. Uh, they just have to post Air Force. And then the big time, big time, against uh, the UC Davis Aggies at noon on September, or er, Saturday, November 9th. Um, and, uh... Yeah, so the Aggies they still have to beat LMU before going to La Jolla. So, all right, we'll see how that all shakes out. Yeah. Um. Last bit of news here, Texas, big Texas, the Lone Star State. Lone Star. Uh, they're
1: provisionally adding water polo as a high school sport. That's yeah. That's big time. That's huge. <laughs> Such like, there's a ton of water polo there. Like, that's so cool. That's awesome.
0: What are those uh, clubs? Is that Viper Pigeon?
1: Shouts out! Let's go, Viper, Viper Pigeon, Pigeons. baby! Let's go, dude. They're huge, bro. Yeah. there's so many. Whoever does their gear too is
0: legit,
1: man. <laughs> it's so tight. Viper Pigeon, and then
0: Thunder is uh, that another one?
1: Yeah, is it Thunder in Texas? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Shouts out San Antonio steam <coughs> Rays and San Antonio Shellbacks. There you go. Um, yeah, no, that's like absolutely huge for them to have like a whole water polo thing, and it's kind of like almost like a why not. You know, like there's so many people that play it there. Yeah, um, and then
0: maybe the University of Texas will have a program like we talked about long, long time ago.
1: Yeah, Our rad. Top college program. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. And then some other high school from around here, Loyola, Loyola wins the North South Challenge, taking down H Dub eight to seven in the final. Santa Margarita in third place. Uh, Newport Harbor has locked up at least a share of the Surf League title. They after won beating... the whole
0: thing tonight. Oh, they did? They beat Corona Del Mar tonight, so they're outright champions. Yeah, well,
1: shouts out, Ross. There
0: you go, Ross. Let's go,
1: dog. Um, yeah, they picked up the win against Harbor Westlake 11-9 two Saturdays ago. And then the CIF Southern section playoff brackets come out Saturday, November 2nd. Uh, yeah, so everybody's wrapping up their league play and, uh, getting started. Um... Yeah. That's it. I think that's it. Before Hargis dies over here. You all good? I don't know what happened, man. I got some Hall's cough drops, dude.
0: I got one of those like dry spots in your throat. You know, you just can't stop coughing. Yeah, I feel right. you. Well, anyway, this was episode number 24, mm-hmm. 2-4, Kobe Bryant, Bamba. Yes. Uh, signing off. Peace.